We know you come to this podcast for high-caliber journalism. That's right. Fearless reporting and brave takes on hot-button issues. And even though we missed the cutoff to submit for the Pulitzer this year... Ah, this close! We know they'll be coming to us, honey, after they hear this motherfucking episode. An exploration. An expose. An exciting look into the adventures of cumdumpery. So grab a condom. Oh, wait, no, I guess don't. No. Okay, grab some headphones and enjoy... 75 loads from top to bottom. Forever. Dog. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. A few weeks ago, we were just minding our business being gay and looking at the internet. Doom scrolling on Twitter, faving slutty butt pics, and sending certain posts back and forth to one another via DM with shady comments attached. When all of a sudden, we could feel a shift in the air. Something was going viral on gay Twitter, and it wasn't Dipper. Why was everyone talking about 75 loads? You mean... 75 loads of cup. Well, I'm not talking about loads of laundry. <laughs> I mean, we all remember Dawson had the oh, 50 I got you. loads I got you with that, one, huh? that was a good one. But someone took 75 loads. In their butt? Right up their butt. There were a lot of memes. There was lots of commentary. And it really was at the forefront of a lot of gay conversations. And so we're, listen, we're two people who love we're to jump on a bandwagon. People. Two regular people. We do, when we see a bandwagon going by, we do love We gotta to get jump. on! We gotta jump up upon it. Um, so I'm trying we, to get off the wagon. I'm talking about tequila. <laughs> oh, sorry, what happened? We decided to do what? What we do best? Investigate. So, here we have for you another sloppy second special report. 75 loads from top to bottom. That's West Side Story, isn't it? No, we've literally been through this before. It's not. Okay, fine. I'm doing the intro to the song Astonishing from Little Women, made famous by Sutton Foster. Well, it's our special report music. So as you know, we are a very sex-positive podcast. We love to explore what people are into, what gets people off. And we even had a cum dump on a podcast recently, a few months ago, and they talked about their cum fetish and their annual cum load, which they log onto a spreadsheet. So of course, we wanted to We had to investigate! That's right. So 75 loads, baby, we're in. You, I feel like you were maybe more shocked than I about the number. I, well, because I couldn't wrap my mind around the math of it. Like, mm-hmm. how are you getting 75 people into a room getting out? And then my You're initial- to get 75 people to attend Fat Slut. Yeah, and I can't do it. No, I, but I'm just trying to get, I was trying to get, wrap my mind around that. And then I was, my next thought wasn't like, that sounds hot. It was like, that sounds like it hurts. Mm. What were your thoughts? 
Well, um, I have been aware of Cum Dumpery for a while. Obviously, we had uh, our friend on the show, Jeff. But that was different. When we had the previous Cum Dump, it wasn't about, like, he had an annual goal and he was doing whatever, but it didn't seem like he was setting up shop in a hotel room. In a hotel. Taking requests. So I, I, you know, I keep my ear to the ground when it comes to sexual Twitter, and I definitely... I definitely knew that this type of stuff was going on. I keep my ear to the ground and my fist in a hole. (laughs) So I definitely knew this stuff was going around. And what's interesting is since this moment, which, you know, it was memed. uh, Drag queens were retweeting things. Detox posted, you know, whatever about 75 loads. Everyone was sort of like, it was like an inside joke that everyone was talking about 75 loads. Mm -hmm. And since then, he's taken 92 loads. That's what, it's so crazy to me. So, you know, I think it's less about the actual number and the logistics. And I think today's episode is a lot more about the cultural shift, the trend of being cum a cum dump and, and cum dumpery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, you know, I think there are a lot of people out there who are like, if I'm gonna get fucked, it's not gonna be by just one dick and one load of cum. I'm. I'm looking for a whole I'm, parade. Yeah, I'm setting up shop and we're getting them in. 76 Trom. 76 Trom loads came. Pause loads gave to me. Wait, what is it? Oh you better sing. You sing all you want, Dave. I'm not going to say anything more. But okay. I, you know what just dawned on me and I didn't even think to ask anybody? What do you think a room like that smells like? Okay, well, I have some people. One of our guests today talks about like the the their affinity 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 to, to eating sloppy okay. booty yeah e- eating sloppy booty so they like that other people are like never come to me with come in your ass you smell it smells rotten so yeah. i think it's a personal preference but this week i think i think that room probably smells like bo cuz people are working up a sweat mm so we wanted to get some more professional opinions on cum dumps, not just talk back and forth about what we think is going on. We <laughs> wanted to talk about the rise in the trend and logistics behind it and why it's so hot for people. So we asked Austin Avery, a porn star, to chat with us. Now, right. Austin makes some very hot pornography. He's got an ass you could bounce a sandwich off. And he's quite a vocal moaner. That's right. And in a surprise twist... Miss Austin, she loves to top cum dumps. She said, I turn the wig around. <laughs> <laughs> turn the wig around. So anyways, please enjoy uh, our, our chat with Austin and wel- welcome them into your ears, please. We're here to talk about cum dumps. Cum dumps. Do you, so first of all, you are known in the porn industry uh, predominantly as a bottom. Do you identify as a bottom or verse or a top or whatever? Is it just work? Yeah. I love that you asked this. Um, definitely in my professional like persona, it is predominantly bottom content. So I'm known for being a bottom in the industry for sure. In my personal life, it's honestly like an even split. And I do have topping content as well. So I consider myself verse. But um, most people want me to bottom, and I'm totally at peace with that too. But it's funny because, like, it kind of segues perfectly into the cum dump conversation because cum dumps, like, they don't care. A lot of times, if I want to top 
and I bring somebody over and they will like see my ass and then I'll like have to at least be versed. Or if I'm in a topping mood, it can spoil it. Cause they're like, Oh, I want to fuck you now. But it comes up more than often, you know, like most of the time they're not even looking around to see who it is or they're blindfolded or something. So it's like, I don't have to worry about that dynamic coming up and I can just like top and not worry about it. Cause I do want to read, uh, when I texted you to, to interview with us, you did respond with, I love this. I can talk endlessly about (laughs) cum dumps. I discovered them when I moved to LA and now I'm addicted to fucking cum dumps a hundred percent. 100 i am i have like an addiction and i have to check myself too because if i if i am topping cum dumps all day i have no loads left for like my actual filming yeah it it becomes to be something i have to keep in check because also la is like the cum dump capital of the world Uh, you can't convince what happened what when did this start because i feel like i didn't know about cum dumps until like recently i've seen videos of like cum dumps but i didn't know it was a thing where it was like we all know all Dawson. over the city. We all know Dawson. It is sweeping LA like crazy. I don't know if it's the same everywhere because I discovered it here, but um, it's like it's crazy. There's so many, but even so, like there's not enough loads in LA to appease all these bottoms. Let me tell hey, you, like, they're going so for. <laughs> and then there's because the, the, the thing about cum dumping is like um, you're going for a load count. It's right. a numbers game. Um, a lot of these guys, the best way to do this is to not be selective. That's why it doesn't really work out for me. Like in theory, I love the idea of having multiple loads and like given the right situation, the right kiki or party, maybe that might happen, but I'm never going to be sitting up at home trying to facilitate. It's just not for me, but do you feel like you need to know the person or at least be like attracted to them in some way? Exactly. When I'm bottoming, are literally just like anybody. My 95 year old grandpa can swing by. <laughs> Don't do that the, the, because you're <laughs> you're you are you're um, misrepresenting that tweet, Meatball. And we will get into it. <laughs> no, the common phrase is "no loads refused." Right. No loads refused. So you know, I think that's the best. Technically, you can be a selective cum dump. I think if we're like splitting hairs here, but it doesn't go very well to your favor because if you're goal is load counts. you just make it harder for yourself if you're trying to be selective like i've tried being a cum dump before and um it just you can spend all day long on these apps trying to facilitate the dicks after dicks even in la which is cum dump capital of the world like it's still hard (laughs) to like yeah i was like my best i think was maybe like four loads in like two and a half hours Right. Oh and it wow! Just wasn't I thought like, there'd be more because I'm select. Well, because I'm selective. Oh, right. And I'm not. I'm not just okay with anybody coming up and giving me my load. I kind of want them to be cute or whatever. So it's that's why I say I don't identify as a cum dump, but I love fucking them because actually it's funny. It has honed my top skills. It's oh. like made me a better top because you get to you watch know, other because... people at work. No, I don't because you try to make an impression. Setting. Well, no, just because sheer practice, like in my personal <laughs> life, when I'm like trying to find partners, they all want to top me. Yeah. The cum dumps, it doesn't come up. They don't want to see my ass at all. So it's like, it just gave me more top practice. And then I worked on like my stamina because even though I was versatile before, whenever I stick my pee-pee in a booty, it was, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like immediate, <laughs> immediate 
And those are professional porn right. terms, PP and booty. Yeah, you texted me. Yes. You said, "Can I be explicit on I the know, show?" I, <laughs> and know, you said, "PP and booty." I, I have like a potty mouth. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Um, it's funny, but no, I used to come immediately. Yeah, and like uh, just yeah. immediately ejaculate. But um, nowadays, I have a lot more stamina when I'm topping, and it's directly related to like practicing on cum dumps like <laughs> throughout the day. So, do you remember when seventy five loads went? Like that idea was viral on Twitter. Do you remember seeing this? Okay, yeah, I think I know. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And like people were making memes about it. Yes. Okay. So that seemed to have caught a lot of people's attention because I think a lot of people who were out in the world fucking cum dumps, who were on the apps, who were on Sniffies, who were on BBRT, like they were knowing that people were trying to do this. Mm -hmm. But when this caught wind and there were like queer celebrities and drag queens making jokes about 75 loads, I think a lot of people were like, wait, a person just got a hotel room and then put the number out publicly and then waited for people to come in their ass. Yeah, you couldn't believe it, right? Because anytime someone's done like a hotel thing, it's kind of like what Austin was talking about, where it's like you're selective. You give them the location and you know like kind of around what time they're coming. It's not an open casting call. Well, oftentimes it is, though. (gasps) Oftentimes it is. It'll be like a no-loads review type situation and they'll have like a room number and they'll just leave the door cracked. And they're not really vetting the guys very thoroughly. Sometimes they don't put the room number on the the actual like Uh... public post. But if you message them, they'll just immediately send you an address or a room number or whatever the case may be. This so, is him. Too much. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know who that is. Yeah, I have actually fucked him. I didn't. I don't think I fucked him on the the viral week or whatever that he was going. But that particular one, he'll go like multiple days. Yeah. In a row. Like two, so he did a Saturday, Sunday, honestly, Monday. Yeah, he's hardcore with that. Like uh, that's surprising to me. Like. It's intense. Like that's a lot. So his, you, as a, a lot of them will do like four or six hours, maybe. Yeah, right. I'm wondering, like, what you've, what is the most amount of loads that you've taken? You said four in like two hours. So for me, I don't know. Like, I don't really have my record like thought in my head, but it's probably between like four and like ten or something. And loads. what's the like? Pain? I don't know. Do you feel the any pain? pain? Does it hurt no. after a while? Do you just go um, after a while? It can it can get tender. <laughs> I'm sure for some of these guys, you're gonna get tender. But then again, like we're talking about professionals here. Like nobody just becomes a cum dump without having a hole that's been wrecked for a while, right? Right. Right. Like it's not like 18 year old boy. Oh, I don't want to put it out there. <laughs> it's not like fresh boys, <laughs> you know, who are just <laughs> becoming cum dumps. Like you've been you've been a bottom for a while. Like you know how to you know how to. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, like, like you're seasoned. So Um, I guess I get yeah, like like a cast cast iron iron skillet. Yeah, Yeah. there were a couple of interesting tweets that I want to share with you. One meatball is convinced uh, that was a trolling. Okay, so meatball, do you want to read these? Yes. From the cum dump. Just yeah. extended my stay here at Travelodge. I'll be taking loads from anyone all the way up to about 10 a.m. Monday. I've been wanting to do a two-day event, and since I'm taking a break the next weekend or so, might as well do it now. A message from Stryker. 
It's my uncle's 95th birthday. He just wants to get blown. I'll help him get in the room and pick him up when he's done. Thank you for doing this. <laughs> From the cum dump, his response, this isn't what I'm looking for. <laughs> Um, and then yeah. from striker the, the following day right the that's from day. the 23rd this is from the 24th <laughs> sorry just seeing this now we came by around eight he's in pretty good shape so you probably couldn't tell he said it was hot though fire emoji <laughs> And, and then, then the come oh up responses. Okay, I misunderstood the conduct concept of what you were saying. Then glad he enjoyed it, though. I would have never guessed anyone that came through was ninety five. So he isn't in good shape. He's in great shape. LOL. <laughs> yeah. So no. now Meepo thinks it's refused. a troll. I think Meepo it's a think troll. It's a troll uh, tweet because. If no loads refused and he's not talking to everyone who's coming in the door, that this person is just sort of like trolling him online and pretending like his 95 year old uncle came. What do you think? That's a tough one. That's a tough one to call because it very well could be a troll. There's a lot. I don't I don't know if there's a lot of crossover between people who follow on Twitter and like people who are local to the area that could actually arrive at the comp dump. Right. You know, I, I feel like a lot of the people that they actually catch are on the apps that have the gps tracking like the 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 snippies the Mm -hmm. because it's all very in the moment it's like right Mm -hmm. there right now you can facilitate all you want like sometimes the app will allow them to create the room like a week ahead of time even or something a few days ahead of time and you'll see they'll have like 30 members committed to going to this thing but even sometimes then it's like two people show up you know so it's all just it comes down to like very in the moment. Like throwing so I wouldn't event. trust anything you never know. on Twitter. Yeah, of course. You know, the person on Twitter could be in Timbuktu. You have no idea. So uh, I have two uh, two questions for you. One: When you go to fuck a cum dump, are you what often are you the only? Per- no, this is not my question. I prefer to be the only top. <laughs> so you don't want to be there when other people are there. I don't. And I prefer a lot of cum dumps will specify like in and out, no lingering, no watching. Because mm. some guys will want to linger and watch or they'll want to like uh, put their hands in or they're getting off on like more of a group thing. Yeah. When cum dump is more about like one at a time, in my opinion. And yeah. you can walk in and get it's hard. It's not a sex party. Right. Yeah. That's I mean, the difference. It's, a, it's, not, it's, a, it's not drop a party. And go. It's a, yep, yeah, you're on the move. It's a quick, it's not like I'm trying to be in there for 30 minutes either. Like I'm going to get oh. out in a quick 10 minutes or less, you know, right. I'm not trying to like, oh. so, so you all day long, you work up a second load, so you have to up, leave. I got laundry going. What? Meepos? What? So you got to, yeah, so you got to drop a load, leave, go sit in your car and maybe work something up and then go back in. <laughs> well, you want to do the hell out after you come, in my opinion, you leave, but, but see, I might choose another come jump for my second load. If I had another one. You want like a new one now. Right. Yeah, this is LA. There's a come up on every wall. blog. I'm not kidding. Yeah, yeah. So you walk in and you you walk in, you see them ass up, you get hard right away. Yeah, well, not right away. Um, so this is kind of like a confession right now. I kind of like to eat their ass. I don't really care if they've been getting fucked. I'm not asking questions about whose loads I'm tasting. Uh-huh. Like it gets me off to eat ass anyway, so that's gonna get me hard. And if it's a nice ass and hole like i'm gonna do that first and let me taste sauce sauce. seasoned yeah i get a little sauce (laughs) get it like going for me get my juices going and then i just do my thing but i don't like toys toys don't do it for me 
Wow. Oh yeah. So like, like I have one of those like pocket pussy things, like uh-huh. whatever they call them nowadays, where you like jerk off into the silicone thing. They call it pop, poly like, pocket. It, yeah, yeah, it feels good, it's but it just doesn't do the same thing. Like I know there's a come up a couple blocks away if I fire up my phone and <gasps> if I want to get off. So it's like more often than not, I I'll love go ahead that. and make the trip. I love this about you. I kind of you're just like, oh, I need to dump a load. I'll find someone. How stereotypical yeah. that I assumed you were going to be a little more demure because you bottom so much in your videos. That's very fucked up of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's a fair assumption. It doesn't bother me at all. But people are surprised. My personality is like not the the expected thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, and I, I'm like I'm 100 versatile, but I go with what sells online, you know. Right. And that's yeah. when I'm a little pussy boy, little bottom <laughs> pussy boy. <laughs> so well, okay, people, so I think when, you know what your next T-shirt should say: little boy, bottom, little pussy, bottom boy. pussy boy. <laughs> Um, so what is like, I know for this, the 75 loads guy, he didn't really mind if people were, were recording it. Do you often record it just for yourself and like, you're not allowed to post it? Are there rules that go into that? That's a great question because for me, it's not about recording. I record a lot of my sex life and that's for, for OnlyFans specifically. And that's for like to sell. Um, it gets tricky to try to put this stuff up online if it's a cum dump situation, because a lot of that is anonymous. Yeah. And you can't, you have to be careful about which websites you post that to and if they allow it and stuff like that. So I don't mess around with recording it. I will record it if they request, like, please take a video for me. I'm like, sure you can post it, but I don't really release it as like, this is an Austin Avery video of me fucking a come down. I just, this is a personal sex life thing for me. Like, this is what I enjoy. Yeah. So, so when they're posting, like, if they want you to record a video, do they have like in the ad, or are they just going to ask you when you're in the room? No, they'll put it in the ad. A lot of times they'll oh. put like, okay with video or oh. videos encouraged or something. Like, yeah. In this case, I think you might have a fan site. Just for fans is the one that a lot of people will use. There's uh, just for fans and for my fans that you can get away with anonymous content on, but OnlyFans is a lot more strict. Yeah, on it's the like rules. face the deed to your house, your fucking blood type. Like you yeah, have to exactly. submit you all might. that shit. So our final question that we have for you is about just like the culture shift of cum dumps, because we have all seen the up, seen the uptick. I remember during like COVID, like the, peak of isolation times we were being told i think it was like new york governor was like oh glory holes are safe right you know like that kind of sexual uh interaction is safer in terms of covid (laughs) you know you might still want to go to your doctor and get checked for stis girl if you're taking 95 loads but absolutely but your your risk of catching like i guess uh mouth to mouth like airborne disease would be technically lower so like maybe that made people feel more comfortable i think it's just like a cultural uh thing that caught on due to like bottoming being more popular and like just ass being more popular and like mm. i don't know just yeah, everything porn is less dicks coinciding like dick centric now it's more about like the bottom well yes and no i feel like the top still get all the glory in porn to be honest bottoms mm. are uh, interchangeable it's harder to stand out as a bottom i think than if i had like an 11 inch dick it would not matter i could get oh, away with true. murder I guess. you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. I see that. but 
but no, definitely like the trend right now is like for these like bubble butt bottoms, like taking all the power and like <laughs> being <laughs> porn extraordinaires. Oh my god. I love it. I love it. I um, want to see like a Power Rangers <laughs> squad of all the bubble butt bottoms from uh porn okay. sites. Ooh, Halloween twenty twenty two goals. That would be really cool, actually. Yeah, it's like full no, superhero, been... <laughs> but the asses cut out. It's just the butt cut out. It's like that scene in Spice World. I call yellow. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Yellow. Uh, She's a piss girl. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, listen, thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much for coming by. Thank you very much for having me. This is like a full circle moment speaking with you guys on this podcast. Thank you so much. better is easy with factors delicious ready to eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Well, very enlightening. He's a top. You didn't know? I didn't know, but I did learn a lot about the cum dump scene. I didn't I didn't realize it was so popular until we talked to him. You gotta get on these streets. Mom, so, I gotta get out. 
for next step of our investigation, we figured why not go directly to the source and to the fount. To the font. <laughs> we used our detective skills and tracked down this 75 load taker, which was actually quite easy because he does have a public-facing Twitter account, which is how the whole thing went viral in the first place. So uh, his Twitter is BreedLA <laughs> Come Whole. Um, um, he did agree to do an interview with us, right. but he didn't want to speak with us on the show. He wanted to write. He wanted to do question and answer via email. Um so we recruited an Emmy-nominated entertainer. She is a global star and has a very recognizable brand new voice. <laughs> That's we right. have Caldwell Titicue, a.k.a. Roberta Monroe, a.k.a. Bob the Drag Queen, to voice the answer. So everything Bob's going to be saying is a word-for-word word what the Come Dump emailed us back. That's right. So please enjoy our exchange with the 75 Loads guy himself at Breed L.A. Cumhole, voiced by Bob the Drag Queen. You posted on Twitter that you don't really have any gay people in your life or friend circle. Is the only time that you're interacting with gay men when they are fucking you? Yeah, it's true. I have few to zero gay friends. I honestly couldn't think of any gay males that I could call to hang out with. I'm sure there are multiple reasons. I'm partly to blame for this, but mostly I've become a bit reserved because I'm... I've always felt guys only want to hang out just for sex or not create a friendship. Over time, I guess I've learned to mainly view gay males as being momentary hookups and not much more than that. It sounds depressing, I know. I could probably try harder on my end, honestly. When did you know that you liked taking cum? I've always bought them, and the love that I have for taking cum has always been there. I think the same could be said for any average gay male, especially if you're a bottom. And it may be hard to believe, but I actually top more than I bottom. I like taking cum, but I also like giving it. There's a balance between the two that I like to maintain, even though my Twitter account emphasizes the bottoming aspect of my sex life more than anything. What is it about cum that is so appealing to you? Why do I like cum? The reason any gay male or female likes it is the elixir of life and youth. What's there not to like? Okay, so how does it feel to identify as a cum dump and be known on the internet now? Is it freeing? Honestly, at first I was a bit embarrassed, but I know now that I'm more than a cum dump. Being a cum dump is such a limiting term. I toss the word around because it hits the ears of the targeted demographic. However... Much of it's just urban terminology that highlights a tiny aspect of a life of a raw gay bottom. Do I like taking loads? Yes, who doesn't? But cum dump is more of a fun term than anything. I guess people can see it as they want, but view my page and you'll see that I am much more than just that. What was your first cum dump session like? How many guys? Oh, my first session went well. Let's say um, I was happy with the 20 to 25 guys that showed up. I must say, realizing that I could have a room full of tops to myself was much more thrilling and enjoyable than competing with other bottoms at a bathhouse. I mean, I'll take a hotel session over a sex club or a bathhouse any day. No competition, no distractions. Yeah. What was it like when the 75 loads hashtag blew up on Twitter? When you saw the memes 
Uh, was it funny? Did you even care? I mean, okay, well, when I saw that 75 Lows was trending, let me tell you, I had a few deep, like, prolonged laughs myself. I mean, I was shocked that somehow I was the one who was randomly at the center of all this news, but I found it quite comical of everything. I mean, even the harsh comments and the memes put a smile on my face with a simultaneous feeling of shock, mostly because I couldn't believe what was truly happening, like, right before my eyes. It was almost unreal that out of all the guys who've been posting porn on social media for years, somehow one video I post turned me into the first trending raw bottom cum dump on Twitter. At least I don't think there have been any others. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Dawson Erasure. He had a 50 load weekend. Once you set up a cum dump session, how much time do you spend messaging people, inviting guys over, and sharing the address? And on how many different websites and platforms are you sharing it on? When advertising for my sessions, I begin putting the word out on Twitter and Sniffies in the week prior to the hosting date. Now, I used to spend the entire session day posting the address of the room, number, and on social media. But these days, I have to just post it a few times, and I'm pretty sad without having to make any, like, continuous posts. I use Twitter, Grindr, Sniffies, BBRT, and sometimes Jack. And, oh, and I also have friends in the community who help advertise for me via their own platforms. Now, when you're at the hotel, do you have, like, a door person? What are their responsibilities? Who's running the door? In my hotel room, I am the host and the door person. Since these events take place at hotels, I try to minimize visibility as much as possible. Like, handling these things on my own has never failed me. But maybe one day if I'm hosting these parties in my own home or own property, I'll hire a doorman. Have you ever had a situation where another bottom tries to steal some loads from you by, like, offering up their hole? How do you stop this from happening? Okay, it is, it's rare that other bottoms show up and try to get loads. And I make it clear that no other bottoms are to take loads in my room. However, in rare moments, it it has happened. I'm usually too busy getting top to care. I mean, the tops will mainly use the bottom as a temporary hole or as some sort of fluffer until whoever is banging me has finished. I mean, after all, I am the one they came for. <laughs> yeah, you're the famous cum dump now. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens when the police show up? Or is there police? like a noise complaint? Why are you bring the police into this, people? Is the room ever too loud? I mean, I guess so. I, if I would call the police if I saw that many people coming <laughs> in and out of a room. Police. Narc. I mean, so far I've had very few issues with the police or noise complaints that well, that, that I know of. I, mean, I did have the police get called on me once by a hotel manager, but the cops literally came, spoke with the manager, then left a few minutes later. They, they don't bother to come speak to me, and the manager left me alone for the rest of the night afterwards. Like, not entirely sure what happened there, but I did try to keep it a little bit low-key for a while after that, just to be safe. Like, low-key meaning pausing the level of online promotion I was doing until I was sure the coast was clear. Has a hotel employee ever joined in or walked in, asked what's going on? Okay, a hotel employee did join me for the first time at a session in Atlanta years ago, and I thought it was I thought it was kind of hot. He was a clerk who had seen me on Grinder and came to my room to partake in the action after his shift was over. It hasn't happened again since, but the idea of it is definitely a turn-on. Mm. Would you consider monetizing your efforts? Maybe creating a short film and having everyone sign releases to produce it? Yeah, I would love to shoot a film similar to like that of Dawson's 50 Load Weekend, but I need help making it. I mean, if any producers out there want to assist in recreating this film with me, I guarantee you it will be a hit and worth the time and effort that it takes to bring something of that caliber to life. As of now, I have Just For Fans account, which is definitely helping me in the early stages of monetizing this movement. 
Um, the link to my Just for Fans is right here if anyone's curious. It is just for dot fan slash breed LA come home. C-U-M-H-O-L-E. So do you have uh, regulars that you enjoy seeing or feeling? Oh, I love my regulars. I mean, it's nice to know that the tops are enjoying themselves and look forward to coming back. And it's always a pleasure to see familiar faces, especially since, once again, I have very few gay friends to call on these days. It's like Cheers, where everybody knows your name. Or I guess everyone knows your dick. Or everyone your knows your hole. <laughs> Has anyone ever brought you a gift? Not the gift, but a gift. Guys have bought me cash tips. I mean, to me, that's the best gift that one can give. <laughs> <laughs> When do you know it's time to stop? I mean, I know it's time when it's 10.30 a.m. and the hotel is requiring that I check out by 11 a.m. I mean, besides having to check out, nothing else is stopping me. I mean, if I could keep going, I would. I mean, I have managed to host a two-day-slash-night session on two different occasions, but I haven't done so in a while because it it takes quite a bit out of me. It's, it's, it's more difficult going for two days straight, but I have done it and probably will do it again at some point. We'll see. Well, do you ever get hungry or sleepy? I used to get more hungry during my sessions than I do now. When I first started hosting these events, I used to eat snacks sometimes toward the end of the night, but I've noticed that doing so would cause my stomach to feel a little bit uneasy. And over time, I've just trained my body to be okay with intake of like just water and juice over the course of the day slash night. I mean, everyone is different, but for me, fasting in order to keep my stomach feeling nice and empty is totally doable and worth it in the end. What is the longest you've stayed awake taking dick? Uh, I mean, usually when it hits around like 3 a.m., the traffic slows down a bit, and I'm able to take uh, like intermittent naps throughout the night. I don't take any drugs or pills to keep me up, uh, except like a little, a little, a little Molly sometimes. Okay. <laughs> but but getting bits of sleep here and there is is a must do for me. So say no to meth. Just say no to meth. Absolutely. And the biggest question that most people comment about online is, are you nervous about getting an STI or other kind of virus or illness? I mean, being exposed to taking so much fluid from other people, you'd think there's a high chance. Honestly, there's obviously a huge risk in partaking in these activities. I do not advise anyone to copy me or try to replicate what I'm doing, unless it is something you're absolutely driven to do. I mean, I've been undetectable for many years, so HIV is not my biggest concern as I take daily medications for that regardless. I, mean, I also received the HPV vaccine years ago, and in all that time of me hosting these events, the only illnesses I've ever received have been easily treatable with antibiotics that are widely available and easily accessible. Ironically enough, I've never even caught COVID as a result of hosting cum dump sessions. I'm not saying I don't think of the risk factors, but I have done and will continue to do everything in my power to stay as protected as possible while being aware that I am still taking the risk. But at the end of the day, 75 loads in a 20-hour session can give you STIs, or just one person in a five-minute hookup can give you multiple STIs. I mean, the risk is there the way, and I can guarantee that most of us have taken and will continue to take some risk regardless of how many guys are involved. I mean, raw sex is risky no matter what. Whether you choose to take on the risk or not, it's entirely up to you. Thank you so much, Bob, for doing this with us. Yes. How do you feel? I'm very excited to be portraying the role of Breed L.A. Come Home. This is a great <laughs> acting exercise. And maybe when it goes to a feature film, I'll, I'll be considered for the role. <gasps> oh, I wow. I think you could have a feature doing that. Um, now, just to separate like a lot yourself. Of studying, though. Separate yourself from the character. <laughs> Just briefly, do you have an opinion on me and all of this? Yeah, what do you think about this? 
You know, I think that consenting adults should be able to do whatever they want to do. As long as everyone is consenting, I am, I have no shame in this. I do think, I do have some slight concerns in regards to COVID-19 because it's, it's kind of hard to, COVID is tricky in terms of consent because, you know, on the way home, someone doesn't have to consent to be in your space to get COVID. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. Like, like someone taking the Uber home and the Uber driver is, he's not getting any comment on him, but he might be getting some droplets, Yeah, you know, but that's all. But I will say also living your life is, I mean, as someone who is, who currently has COVID-19, um, you can just get it just about anywhere. So, and Omicron is not a game. She is no, contagious. She, she ready to break through your mask. Yeah. I keep, I keep seeing, um, COVID just keeps doing costume changes. I'm like, bitch, we know it's you. <laughs> <laughs> like bitch yeah, we know it's she, you she said new year new dress new me so do you think that he takes loads in his mouth too or is it just the 100 percent. oh i thought it was just butthole no he takes loads in his mouth he in fact tweeted something else where he said i think i've taken so much cum down my throat my body is actually sustaining which is why i did two days of this because i have so much protein there's enough energy bob have you ever lived off cum I, I I have not. I, Maybe if I just, you're like ever stranded on an island. I mean, I, I usually it. take I usually take coming in the small doses that it comes in during sex uh, from one maybe two people at the most. So I've I've never sustained off of um you know more than a few ounces at a time. <laughs> I've swallowed a lot of semen this season. Pretty sure that's why I'm not hungry yet. My body is literally feasting on cum. This session. This. Honestly, he is. I thought he just meant all of winter, spring, summer. He should he should write a book because he's actually he's really good at writing erotically. He should write. Well, he just wrote all those answers that you uh, read aloud, ladies and gentlemen. Make some noise for Bob the drag queen portraying Breed L.A. Come Hall. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Okay, so we've heard everything that we needed to hear from the 75 loads dump taker. Uh, <laughs> dump we've heard taker? From, what? He takes the load. He takes loads. He's but a now dump taker. it's a dumped. Well, and then he dumps it out. Well, <laughs> well, we'll figure out what happens to it now because we have the very famous butt doctor from uh-huh. TikTok. It's Dr. Carlton is here. Hello. Hey, hey guys. Hi, Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm really, really happy to be talking to you guys. Like I was telling you earlier, I just got done with uh, 20 buttholes, so I'm ready to talk. Now tell us about <laughs> what is it. tell us what's day. that like? What's going on? This is 20, <laughs> is 20 a day. normal day of buttholes? That's a normal Friday for me. So basically, I do uh, endoscopy and colonoscopy on uh, a couple of days a week. And, uh, you know, I get in there and I look for all things like colon cancer, colon polyps, um, colitis. Um, all kinds of things. So uh, I, you know, the colon is five feet long. Ah. So, so basically what I have people do is do a big prep where they completely clean out their colon the day before. They come in the day of, they get some great drugs, get knocked out completely. And while they're asleep, I take a camera that's been sterilized and lubricated and insert it into their rectum all the way around. 
to the very end of the colon, which is, like I said, four and a half to five feet long, to look for any precursors for colon cancer and prevent colon cancer. Is it always clean? No, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take the camera out and wipe it off a couple of times. Because Luckily, they're not... They're not cleaning out like people clean out to uh, prep for anal sex. They're you just can't dr- clean out five feet well, with let me the just douche. Get, hold on. Let's, let well, me just finish what I was saying. They're just drinking the juice, right? Well, it's, yeah, they gallon of stuff to flush out their system and they can only have clear liquids the day before but a lot of people cheat you know it's it people 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 cheat and they're it's, like you won't see this patty melt and you're like yeah, yeah i will yeah exactly i will <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i can tell when you cheat i can tell when you had a salad i can tell what you <laughs> ate last night half of our time is spent spent when people don't prep well saying oh i wonder what wonder what the, that looks like corn you eat corn you have a little corn salsa oh my god so yeah so it takes a special certain sense of humor uh as mm-hmm. a gi doctor to kind of do what we do but that's what we do do you so, ever get sick of looking at b-holes all the time <laughs> well i gotta say some people say oh i'm so jealous of you you get to look at assholes all day long that's so hot and i'm like honey i gotta tell you there have been two buttholes in the course of probably well, almost 20 years now that have made me nervous. What do you mean nervous? <laughs> well, like the guys were so incredibly, amazingly hot. That uh, I was like, oh, wow. Oh, you're my like, God. And your you said the rest of the rest of the ass trash. Right. Them <laughs> just <laughs> disasters back there. But are Plus, you... Does anyone ever show up post-coitus being like, what's this about? Oh, yeah. Have like, you ever found cum in or there? you're like, there's something going on here. Why'd you show up loose? It's usually more the other way around where people are like, how soon can I have anal sex after this? And I'm like, I don't care if you have it in the parking lot. Work. Because they're like, they're like, I'm fucking squeaky clean. I'm ready to go. (gasps) They're coming off their drugs and they're slowly looking over their shoulder at you like, hi, Dr. (laughs) That happens a few times. (laughs) So now we talk about butt doctors a lot and use the the word proctologist. Are you that? Is that a thing? I'm a gastroenterologist, so I, I specialize in digestive diseases from the mouth all the way down to the anus. Now, proctologists uh, specialize in surgical procedures of the anorectal canal, mm. so like hemorrhoidectomies and mm. and and fissure surgeries and wart removals and things like that. So I go. It's really odd how territorial uh, medicine is, but yeah. but for me, I, I go mouth to anus and then. Anything that needs surgery, I do that from time to time too. So you say you go (laughs) ass to mouth a lot. Ass to mouth pretty often. Um, Can you tell us why anal sex feels good? Well, different. This different. This is different. Asking for himself because he doesn't. Yes, because I it doesn't feel good for me yet, and I really want to make it feel good. Saying yeah, but I think you're at the end of your anal. (laughs) Well, it doesn't feel good for everybody, And, and you know it, it just because. Uh, just because a lot of people enjoy it doesn't mean everybody enjoys it. Mm-hmm. I have some special tricks that I teach people to try to make things relax so that it's easier for people. I, I just listened to that Rocco Steele episode. And if you ever go there, honey, you're going to need these tips. <laughs> um, uh, uh, um, but uh, so, so if you think of the anus itself, it's a circle of muscle. Uh, the external sphincter is made out of skeletal muscle, which you can clench and release and your mind can control skeletal muscle, right? The internal sphincter is just a little bit more inside of that and deep to that. And that's made out of a smooth muscle. You can't control that. But I have some tricks on how to make your how to make that relax. 
So basically, if you slide your finger in a couple of inches, uh-huh. Ooh, uh, you know, inches. thinking thinking of the anus as a circle of muscle, I call I call this this trick the butt clock. So okay. stick your stick your finger in a couple of inches and push over to nine o'clock and hold. Not like jam up to nine, you know, over, but just gently press over till you get some firm pressure. Uh-huh. And that tiny little circle starts relaxing and starts opening up. It's like a magic key to your asshole. Now uh-huh. go over to go over to three o'clock and do the same thing uh-huh. and, and hold it for about 15 to 30 seconds and then go up to 12 and down to six. And it's remarkable how many people across the world have come to me and said, oh, my God, you have revolutionized my husband's and my, my our sex lives together because you've taught us how to relax for anal sex, which is amazing. So this little trick can do a lot. And this is how people get into, you know, this is how fisting happens. Patience, uh-huh. patience, lots of good lube mm-hmm. and relaxation. Oh, my mouth watering. Now, <laughs> I have a question. How is it good for you? I've heard that it's not good for you to douche a lot. Like to constantly be doing it like two to three times a week is probably not the best. Well, I have to say that's probably the number one thing that people freak out about on social media is douching. Yeah. Uh, I've had so many interactions with people that are so freaked out about it. If you think about it, too much of anything is bad. For Except for tequila, right, doctor? You can have all that you want. <laughs> so, um, so when it comes to, to douching, I tell, I tell people to, to, to do what they need to do to get clean, to have sex. Mm-hmm. And not to worry about it. Okay. Um, you know, try to be minimal about it because if you put too much water up in there or whatever you used to flush out with, it can go over that. It can go over that second uh, over that turn. Yeah. It's, it's so so eight inches up is is basically all rectum, but you make a turn at about eight to ten inches, and that's where your sigmoid colon turns into a loopy S. Yes. And w- if water gets up in there, you can be in the middle of bottoming and then all of a sudden flood. Yes. And that's what that is. It's when people put too much water up there and it goes up and around that turn. So you want to, when you're douching, you want to only use what you need to use. Use lukewarm water because y- you don't want to cramp and you don't want to burn yourself. Um, cold water makes it tingle. It, and, but it also can make you <laughs> cramp pretty bad too. Oh. I tell people if you, it starts changing your bowel pattern, when with your douching like if you start having diarrhea or you become dependent on you can't go to the bathroom without douching then that's when it's becoming a problem and that's when it's too much but otherwise from you know from for sexual preparation i don't really freak out about that okay now you uh you have examined the answers to the questions that we submitted or you 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 know you read uh what was sent back what are your initial we do have some specifics but what are your initial thoughts on this well, you know, I don't like to be judgmental about these sorts of things, um, but, 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 you know, it, it definitely with that kind of volume of encounter, first of all, whose asshole can take 75 dicks in there in 36 hours? Good Lord, honey, that would be so sore. Also, That's not everybody's coming. Some people yeah. just come to do the fucking and they don't even drop the load off. So it could be more than 75 dicks. Right. And, you know, some dicks uh. are small and some, some dicks are pretty big and can really do some wear and tear on that hole. So I can imagine from a wear and tear standpoint, first of all, that's got to hurt. Um, you know, uh, it sounds like he said that he doesn't do drugs, which is a good thing, because a lot of times when people get injured, it's from 
losing the ability to know when you're getting hurt. Yeah. So, right. So at least he's maintaining his his uh, awareness. So that's good. So if he feels like he's getting hurt, then he can just kind of stop the action. My thought um, is that maybe he's using like a numbing lube or something. Well, I, I hope not, because those numbing lubes can really, you know, they can lead to bad injuries because you don't know that you're getting yeah. hurt. Dang. It's so funny. I when thinking about stamina, I've just thought about like staying horny for that long because I'm sort of like, girl, give me these 30 minutes and then let's order a pizza and watch a TV show. Like yeah. to sustain the mood and then also like to not eat and sustain energy. But I wasn't ever really thinking about butthole stamina. Yeah, I mean it, it that's a lot going in and out of there and a lot of wear and tear. So that's gotta that's gotta not be very pleasant, I would think. Um, right. Uh, the, the, the load situation, I think we talked about that in, in, in the sense that, you know, he says he's undetectable, which is great. Uh, U equals you, you can't transmit HIV if you're right. undetectable. And that's one thing that our community gets very wrong a lot and discriminates against, which I wish people were better about. Right. Um, so he, he's got that right. Um, but there's always a chance of getting a resistant strain of HIV from mm-hmm. someone else, even though you're undetectable. So if you're on a medication regimen and the, the strain that they have, if they're, if they have an elevated viral load, when they dump a load in you, if, if it's uh, resistant to the drugs that you're on, then you could get that infection and have an HIV super infection. Now, the good thing about that uh, is that right now, it's pretty rare for that to happen. And mm. it's it's rare to run out of options to go to other drugs. There's a million drugs out there for HIV, it seems. And, and, and there's plenty of other options to go to, but it, it becomes a game where you start running out of options if you keep getting these resistant strains right, of yeah. HIV. And the other thing is, okay, what if that was load number load number two and there's 70, you know, 73, 74 guys behind you? Mm. Um and that starts spreading throughout the community. You know, it, it just, it, it's almost like a, you know, you guys are probably too young for this, but there used to be a G your hair, hair smells terrific commercial where the screen would keep splitting. You know, I told my friend and she told oh, her friend, sure. she told her friend, and, you know, MLM. Just, yeah. So it basically <laughs> just, it, it basically it's a, just, it's a multi-level level marketing, marketing. come dump spread. <laughs> yeah. It just like, you know, it, it spreads all throughout LA that way. You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, this is this is interesting. So, about was it a year, a year and a half ago, we had someone who um, has silicone pumped into their genitals. Mm-hmm. We had them on the show. You ever right. talk about in your it. office? Um, I've seen. So silicone. you're not allowed to talk about it. Well, no, I haven't seen it in the office, but I've I've had. Uh, I, you know, you've seen it face to face. I've seen it on Instagram and on and on TikTok. Oh, okay. Not TikTok, Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. So, so I've seen it and I'm familiar with it, and I don't get it at all. Well, and there's also you know a fair amount of risk involved because if yeah. any of that silicone leaks out in your bloodstream, you know. And so we have this person on the show who talked about it. It's a great episode. If you're a new listener and you haven't mm-hmm. heard it, you go find it. It's called a pumped dick. I don't know what episode number it is, but it's out there. It's back there. Yeah. Um. And but we had this conversation about calc not calculated but we had this conversation about risk and sure. about the idea of like well 
Many of us smoked cigarettes for decades. Mm-hmm. We get in a car every day. We chew right. for for thrills. We want to go parasailing or skydiving or, hey, let's get on a speedboat or let's drink alcohol. A lot of people sort of drink alcohol and then uh, think they can still drive home. That's Meat crazy ball. that someone would do that. Um, but you know what I mean? So we, yeah. in our day-to-day life, we do this and then we, we identify one thing that we go, this is the taboo risk. This has more right. risk than anything else. So I do think it is an interesting conversation because right. I as well come at it from this non-judgmental place of like, this Absolutely. is wild and crazy, but also we all do wild and crazy things. So this person said, um, in the answer, you also hooking up with one random person for a five minute quickie raw fuck in the bathroom at a bar mm-hmm. there's risk just like taking 75 loads in your ass yeah now well, the probability is different right it, or well, the, the, the statistics yeah let's, play, let's do statistics let's yeah. do 75 statistics. times 74 times 73 <laughs> we're gonna get to the bottom of this no now well, you but, we're, but, we've interrupted the doctor here too oh, much no, so I, told, I, told you what you, I told you get what you mean <laughs> but it's like russian roulette so if you right. load the, if you load the, load the gun with one bullet less of a chance but if you load it with five bullets honey yeah oof. let's talk percentages <laughs> yeah exactly so that's a little misguided what he said um, there is more amplified risk based with the volume. Um, and again, not judging that, but just saying, hey, there is amplified risk and you just need to be aware of that. So he is, he, he mentioned being on medications and undetectable. He had his Gardasil vaccine for HPV, uh-huh. uh, but that only covers certain strains of HPV. And it doesn't mean that he can't get other strains of HPV in his ass. So his ass on the inside, when I look at a camera, could be carpeted with uh, genital warts and he just doesn't know it. Carpeted. I've seen people's asses like carpeted with anal warts on the inside. But on the outside, they just like look a lovely long hair, gal. Like a shag rug. Yeah, basically like a shag rug. Now, let me ask for you, their pleasure. Let me ask you about an HPV vaccine because I've never had one of those. Yeah, me either. Well, you know, I think it's a, an important thing for us to be talking about in our community because uh, initially it was just aimed at women and girls right. for yeah. cervical cancer, but HPV also causes anal cancer. <gasps> Um, that that risk is amplified if you're HIV positive. It's much less if you're HIV negative, but it still uh-huh. happens. But if you're if HIV positive and HPV positive, your risk of anal cancer goes up tremendously. So it's important mm-hmm. to get anal pap smears, like women get cervical um, pap smears, um, to uh, to look for any sort of uh, precancerous cells or any HPV, because this, especially if you're HIV positive and you have those high grade um, precancerous lesions, if you get them treated, the new study, uh, the anchor study out of UCSF shows that there is a dramatic reduction in your uh, risk to get a, uh, to get anal cancer if you get those lesions treated. So uh, it's something that a lot of people aren't aware of. Uh, typically, uh, HPV, a lot of people are exposed to it early on. Uh, so a lot of people just say, oh, well, there's no use in you getting the vaccine because you've already probably been exposed yeah. to it. Right. But it, but it is. Because everyone covered. jokes like, oh, we all have HPV at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But it is covered to age 45. Um, oh, people, let's yeah. go get Dipper, our vaccine. You're, you're right under the wire. I'm right yeah. under the wire. I'm like, can I make an appointment, Doc? Yeah. Sir? Yeah. It's a pretty Where are you located? I would like you to look inside my hole and let me know if it's got any <laughs> carpeting. I'm in San Diego. Um, oh, very yeah. close. Yeah. You so, want to know if it's carpeted with anal warts, <laughs> I just want someone to look in there. Tell me something. 
So anyway, tell so, me something good. All right, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> so basically, yes, you were saying. Yeah. So with this HPV vaccine, it is it, it's approved up to age 45. You can get it later if you pay for it out of pocket. And I I think an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure when it comes to this stuff. And and who wants who wants asshole cancer? You Honey, know, sign me up. Let not for you the know? asshole cancer for the vaccine. For the vaccine. Let's go get that HPV vaccine, meatball. Yeah. So right. anyway, so I think so. A lot of my platform is about harm reduction. Yeah. Mm. So take prep to prevent HIV if you're negative. Uh, if you're positive, get undetectable on medications. Do your vaccines that are very common, uh, commonly affecting our, our gay community, especially like HPV, hepatitis B, hepatitis A. There was a meningococcal scare in LA and New York and I remember that. I got the. I remember getting the got, meningitis uh, vaccine. I got, that, I got that meningitis vaccine too, just to, you know, just out of fear as well. But it's it's also protective. Obviously, COVID uh, vaccine. Um, so, also when you play with somebody, inspect the merchandise. It's okay to look at it and smell. We it. talk about this all the time. Yes, if smell there's a tiny it, red bump, it, I'm off. I'm turn out. the lights on. Yeah. Get in there with your cell phone camera. I want to talk about cum because we're talking a lot about butts. Yeah, yeah, We're talking about cum. What's going on with her? When you, (laughs) how is she doing? Um, When you (laughs) come in a butt, where does it go? Does it seep into the walls, or the only way is for it to to be squirted out? It's gotta come back out. Well. You know, cum is made of a mix of sperm and seminal fluid. Um, It's mostly water based. Um, Mm -hmm. The average volume is about two to five milliliters, uh, average about three and a half milliliters. So pretty small amount, like less than a less than a teaspoon Mm -hmm. uh, for for most people. Now, for some people, it's more. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So the the thing that gives it the, the kind of the globular chunky nature is the sperm and that's made yeah. in, in testicles. The rest of it is made in the, the, the seminal vesicles uh, with the fluid and the prostate secretions as well. So th- there's a lot of things like glucose and fructose and sodium and um, zinc and lactic acid and magnesium and potassium and also amino acids that are, are, are in there. Um, the, the colon and rectum itself is designed to absorb fluid so that you have a nice firm packaged stool and not just watery shit. So, so some fluid can be absorbed, but as you've probably seen, if you've ever bottomed raw and you go to the bathroom, most of the time it just dumps right out. Yeah. Right. Cause yeah. it doesn't stay in long enough. No, right. Very quickly, yeah. the bottom or the cum dump 75 loads mm-hmm said that he had been eating so much cum that he was basically not hungry anymore. And you just listed off a lot of stuff. Is that possible that he, like, satiated his hunger by, like, Swallowing. Through cum? through his mouth. Through his not, mouth, not, not through, through his through butt. butt. Right, right. I know, you're, his, you're... I know you can't eat from your butt. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can, you can get about 5 to 25 calories from a load of cum. So it would have to be... He probably got about 100, 100 calories, yeah. 150 calories. That's enough for like, that's kind of like a eight, power bar. That's eight almonds, you I, know what I, I mean? I mean, <laughs> I mean, if he, if he really took a lot of loads orally, he could, he could have gotten some, some um, energy from that, but pretty, pretty small amount. Okay. I'm disgusted. Um, 
Uh, and then I guess our last question is. <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking to a doctor. Have you either in your personal life or on your social media platforms or uh, professionally noticed an uptick in cum dumps and people talking about it recently? Um, I think in the last few years, definitely. I think ever since PrEP has become more available, more mm. more people are are open to the idea of taking more loads. And um, I, I think when you just kind of glancing through Twitter, you see a lot more. Uh, gangbang kind of sort of sort of uh, 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 videos on there. Hard G's uh, gang, yeah, bang. ganga bang. But when the when people come in to talk about what they do, it's like asking someone how much they drink. They always underestimate, right? So nobody nobody's really honest with their doctor about how. how much I was they honest talk. with the doctor once, and he looked at me and went, "You got to be joking." And then he said, "There's a lot of ethanol in your blood, or something like that." And I was like, "Oh, I might be dying." <laughs> you know what (laughs) listen we want to thank you so much for being with us today um where can people find you well i'm going to be at austin kink weekend on (gasps) april 8th through the 10th oh Oh. in person finding in person yes my second show in austin my first one sold out i couldn't believe it that was last summer but this is part of Austin Kink Weekend uh, at austinkinkweekend.com. You can get uh, tickets for that. It's going to be a whole weekend with dances and and um, and uh, this uh, big competition. And all kinds of people are coming in from all over the country, which should we be really cool. We got to talk to the Double Scorpio boys and get out there. That's actually, incredible. They're, they're a sponsor, actually. Yeah, I, yes, yeah. they are. I love them. And then uh, I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Dr. Carlton, all spelled out. And I'm very good about answering my DMs on uh, Instagram in particular. Yes, so you are. So if anybody has any questions or concerns or they just want to run something by me, I'm always there. I like to use that platform to help people from around the world who don't have access to healthcare. Mm-hmm. Like I've had people from Saudi Arabia say, if I go to the doctor in Saudi uh, with something on my asshole and they think I've had anal sex and I could be executed. So can you help Holy me with what's shit. going on? Fuck. So I do a lot of behind the stuff, behind the scenes stuff to try to help people like that. Well, that's so nice of you. That's amazing. You're using your powers for good. I'm trying. <laughs> um. Well, thank you. Sure. We're back. So there you have it. We talked with a porn star. We talked with the actual cum dump by way of a drag superstar, of course. And we talked to a real life doctor. All very illuminating conversation. How do you feel about this investigation? I feel more confused than when we started because at first I just was like, let him do what he wants to do. It's a cum dump. But then we got into the talk of like taking care of your body and you don't know what you could be spreading and COVID. And it really made me look at it in a different light. Um, And I will say, I don't know how I feel when we spoke to Bob and the doctor, there was definitely, you know, we're going to be dealing with COVID for a while. And we yeah. were in, a, there was more of a, a heightened heightened case number. Yeah. Uh, right now we're in like a little bit of a dip. Uh, but I will say. Oh, I, she, does, she does the dips at the bar. She balls. does the dips. I, uh, I did schedule uh, my HPV vaccine. With Dr. Carlton? 
No, I no. did it with my doctor. But I was like, hi, I would like this HPV vaccine. And they said, all right. Oh, good for you. Yeah. yeah. Also, I didn't know about like the super uh, resistant HIV things or that yeah. it could, like create. That was very new to me. So that was kind of scary to hear. Not scary. I guess just like there's more danger to the whole th- situation than I thought. I think actually what I took personally for me to me was 70 for <laughs> to me the analysis uh is that there is a risk in everything that we do and yeah. it is uh up to us we have our, nothing but this life in front of us this body this experience and if certain things are worth it and certain things are um exciting to us it, you cannot live in fear. You can be Never. smart. You can be wise. But, girl, if you are a person who likes to, um, what do they call it, base jump? If you're a person who likes to go to the top of a I skyscraper. I ride a motorcycle. You I ride a motorcycle in the streets. Um, if you want to jump off streets. a building uh, with a parachute strapped to you, if you want to have 75 anonymous people come and put their dicks inside you, like th- these things are all up to you. And the thing that... I found really maybe inspiring is not the right word, but beautiful. It, I, I was, I was, I was glad to hear that everyone we spoke to was not in denial about any of their situations. Correct. Let me, I, I would need to rephrase that. Cause the doctor doesn't really, what what I found very um, not inspiring, but um, what expiring. Am I to, what am I trying to say, Meeple? That you that I think you're trying to say that like uh, uh, there's risks. Refreshing. That's a it. Good was term. refreshing. Uh, what I found refreshing about everyone uh, in in the way that they talked about this topic is that no one seemed delusional. Correct. Everyone understood well, what was I going on. Well, I am always on. delusional. You are, yes, of course. But everyone was like, I understand there's calculated risk, but I enjoy this thing, so I'm going to go do it. Um, this is how I take care of myself. And if it's not for you, girl, it's not for you. And I love a doctor who is ready to be helpful and informative and not be judgmental. That was so great. Yes. So, you you on the hunt for cummies in your butt? No, but I do think that I might have the third butthole that'll make that doctor nervous, if you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean. When when I asked him, I was like, have you ever been, like, turned on by the butt? And he's like, there's only ever been two buttholes that I was, like, a little nervous about. Oh. Mine might be the third. You you have a a grade A dumper? (laughs) Such a sweet little pink baby hole. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. So, um... (laughs) So listen, um, where are we? I think we're done. Yeah, we, we've ended it. Listen, if this was intriguing to you, go and find a local cum dump near you. Check it out if you feel like um, taking that risk and enjoying that experience. And if it's not for you, girl, it's not for you. You can watch from afar. You watch can, from afar and do not judge. You can log on to Sniffies and see all the cum dumps that are happening near you and just be aware that... You know, on that street three blocks over, there's probably someone getting pounded out full of loads. And uh, if you're feeling on the fence about cum, 
why not build a devil's dick in your fridge and fuck yourself with it sometime or make an omelet out of semen? Yeah, or froth it up and add it to your coffee. Really start your day bitter. I'd like to give a special thanks to our guests, Austin Avery, which you can find him at OnlyFans.com backslash Austin Avery or Austin X Avery on Twitter. Don't we just say slash these days? No, because there's a forward slash and a backslash, and I like to differentiate. (laughs) Then there's Bob the Drag Queen. We'd like to give a special thanks thanks for hopping on and giving us a little chit-chat. You can find Bob at Bob the Drag Queen literally everywhere. And a special thanks to a real man doctor, Dr. Carlton. You know I love a doctor. Makes TikTok videos, Instagram videos. Dr. Carlton loves um, answering questions uh, and makes really informative uh, content on the internet. It's just a super warm and welcoming person. So shout out to you, Dr. Carlton. Thanks for being here. And of course, lest us not forget the star of the show. Um, you can find him on Twitter, Breed LA Cumhole. That is his Twitter account, the man, the myth, the legend. The silly, goofy guy. Who is a silly, goofy guy who is in March going to be in Atlanta looking for people to film with. Um, And, uh, you know, uh, has an eager sexual appetite. This this person is a star. Let me tell you this. And yeah, just so horny and only uses men for dick and i love that for him here let me just give a quick shout out because it's on the public twitter next 20 hour cum dump session is this saturday february 5th i got a new phone adapter for my tripod and i will be using phone to capture some continuous dump and pump action from a mounted angle if you plan on coming be okay with this no faces needed and cover your tattoos if need be you know what that is giving an awareness to consent He's really letting you know. Good for him. All right. Well, hope I don't see you there. This has been another investigative journalism podcast from Sloppy Seconds and the Mom Network. Okay. Doodle doo doo forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. I think a lot of guys' bottoms' signature thing is their butt. Uh Um, So Um. I wouldn't call that a signature. Like, we all have nice asses nowadays. But, um... (laughs) The moaning thing, I think, sets me apart. And it wasn't even intentional. I was actually really self-conscious about it. When I first started filming, I like did a studio scene. And I remember asking the producer, like, should I like butch it up? Do you like the sounds I'm making? And he was like, oh, my God, it's perfect. And uh, pretty soon I started getting a lot of feedback from people online and subscribers and stuff that were like, I love the way you moan and all that sort of stuff. A lot of female fans like my porn because of that. Because I'm kind of like an effeminate like moaner and it's oh. it's like passionate and sensual of a vibe instead of just like all the time like oh, fuck.
And Meatball, <laughs> you know? Meatball might have a pitch to you about a possible, um, maybe a moan riff. Yes. Do you know Wicked? Uh, <laughs> yes. Now, can you, I told you I listened to this podcast. <laughs> maybe you could you sneak that into one of your little, uh, your little uh, porno. Uh, oh. oh, my God. Oh, well, yeah. It, you and I will have to do an OnlyFans collab. And, uh, It'll be me yes. dressed up as Alphaba in the With corner. a broomstick. <laughs> With a broomstick. <laughs> and your dick out. Yeah, there you Wait, go. Wait, I was just... I was